Welcome to another week on 30 with Sheree and Kay, where we discuss life in our 30s, being mums, and everyday things in life. You guys know how it is. No filters and zero fucks. Good morning. It's February 18th. We missed you guys last Monday. The flu's been going around like crazy between my kids and us. It's just been like past the hot potato. Lately, there's been so much on social media about bullying and suicide that we've decided to have discussion about it today. I feel like schools say zero, uh, zero tolerance for bullying, but what is zero tolerance? Because I've yet to see real action being taken on these kids. Yeah, um, I don't think much action is being taken. It's crazy. Well, um, I know, like, when I grew up, um, it wasn't even, there wasn't even anything being done then. I mean, it's always been a zero tolerance policy for bullying as long as I've known. Um, but I mean, I know how much I got bullied when I was a kid and I would go to the principal over and over and it was like, all they do really is just say, oh, you're not supposed to bully, tell the kids yeah. to stop bullying, you leave you alone. And now that's you're the, it. now you're the class snitch. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Right. Yeah. And like, then you just get bullied now because you went told and nothing's done. You get and bullied for yeah. being bullied. Yeah. And then when the kid finally takes matters into their own hands, then that kid gets in trouble. Big trouble. Yeah. Not like, just a little bit of trouble. It's like, you should have known better for that. Yeah. Well, they get suspended. I got suspended as a kid for doing it. I went to the principal three times. I remember over this incident, this girl was harassing me. And she would follow me home, punch me in the side of my head. And I kept going to the principal, going to the principal. Nothing was done. They just kept saying, leave her alone, leave her alone. So I was just, oh, you're a rat, you're a snitch. Yeah. And then they beat me up or, you know, chased me home. And then finally when I lost my shit and I fought back, then I got kicked out of school for the rest of the school year. And she was still going to school every day. And it was like, there's no real disciplinary action happening until the child snaps and freaks, freaks out, out. And then they are the one that or gets disciplined. Or, like, takes their life or something. It's yeah, like, that's the thing. Should... Then, then they want to go after the kids that bullied them to that point. Yeah, and it shouldn't take a kid dying. It shouldn't take us burying another youth for something to be done. It shouldn't even get to that point. Yeah, I, like, I dealt with, I think everyone's dealt with bullying, but just the way, like, I can't imagine being... I would never go home and tell my parents I was bullied because it just... You just didn't. Because I was told, you don't come home with that. Mm. Handle it. If somebody hits you, hit them back. Yeah. And make sure yours is the last hit. And, like, that's how I always handled it. But there's definitely instances where it should have been dealt differently. And I would always get in trouble and still not say why. Even though they were asking me, like, why did I do that? I did it because self-defense okay but you can't do that but that's why I did it yeah <laughs> and that's that um mom always told me pretty much the same thing but I hated fighting I knew how to fight but I didn't yeah. want to fight unless I had to so yeah. mom would always tell me like go to the principal first that way when you do defend yourself you can't get in trouble for you can't get in trouble for it because you did go to the principal first and try to get help so she'd always tell me like go but to the principal still get in trouble yeah so I'd, she'd say go to the principal tell them what's going on so I would the principal would act all, you know, oh, sincere about it, and we're going to make sure this yeah. is handled. And then all they do is call the kid to the office. So-and-so told us that you're doing this. Oh, no, I'm not. Okay, well, you need to leave them alone or whatever, and then send them back to class, and then you get beat up the next day. I never actually got beat up, but, like, you know, they'll pick yeah. at you, chase you home and whatever. And then after three days of you constantly doing it, when you finally snap, say, fuck this, and you fight back. For me, I went to the extreme because I walked my little cousin to school every day. She was only five years old, so when... A big crowd, you know, they never come by themselves. They bring no, all the they friends. Never. They tell everyone at school they're going to fight you. Cowards never come by themselves. Yeah, so it was like a group of like 15 kids all ready to watch me get beat up type of thing. And so I was prepared. I brought a knife to school. Yeah. Because I knew that she said 
tomorrow when I see you, I'm kicking your ass. So I'm like, okay, cool. She means it this time. I'm going to fight her because I've went to the school three times. They haven't done anything. I have a five-year-old with me. It's pretty bad that that's what you have to do. Yeah, I'm like, I, had a fi- I have a five-year-old kid with me that I'm walking to school, so you're going to jump me while I have a five-year-old with me. And you got 15 people. That's me by myself with a five-year-old. They so, always need people with them. Yeah, so I had a big, huge knife with a sleeve over it, put it down the back of my pants and walked to school. And when she came for me, I jumped her. Yeah. <laughs> Held the knife to her throat, and then I got kicked out of school while she was still going to school every year. Or every, every day yeah, for the rest of the year, crazy. I mean. But, like, for me, I was so pissed because I was a really good kid I didn't do anything in school I didn't do anything wrong I was mm-hmm. always in school I got like you know bees whatever so I was so pissed that I got kicked out of school for defending myself so but it teaches you a lesson too yeah but it made me rebel more yeah because I was so pissed I'm like why is she still going to school and I'm kicked out for defending myself because I'm protecting a five-year-old yeah. who's with me and I didn't have any other choice I had to protect myself you and this girl has 15 choice. girls with her so the rest of the school year, I came to school every day and waited outside the school and beat her up every single day after school until the end of the school year because well, that's I was it. beat beat them or be beaten. Yeah, there's your two choices. But like it shouldn't have even came to that. Yeah. And then like the cops are at my door saying, "Oh, you know, your daughter's threatening this girl and chasing her home every day." Okay, but what is being done to her? She bullied my daughter. Did all this? My daughter's kicked out of school for the rest of the year for defending herself while she still gets to go to school every day. So can you kind of see why my daughter's chasing her home every day, beating her up? Yeah. How is that fair? But they just, they don't care. No. So it's ridiculous. Like, and I know for like my kids, I teach them the same thing my mom taught me. Like, go to this, go to the principal. And then if it's not handled, you handle your business. Yeah. And I know like for every parent, it's different on how they handle the situation. But for me, like, um, I straight up tell my kids, knock their ass out. <laughs> oh yeah. If somebody hits you, hit them back. Yeah. I um, I always tell them, get help first. And then if it continues, knock them out. If somebody just comes up without a reason or just has a problem with you just because you're you and they just come up and they hit you, hit them back. Yeah. There's no question about it. And then if the person continues to hit you and do stuff to you, you need to make an example out of that person so nobody else does it to you and beat them. Yeah. Like, beat them and do it in front of everybody. Yeah. I think it's that Like, I'm not going to change the way I think because that's... Like, I mean, or I'm not going to change the way I teach my kid because I've seen it too many times, and that's what happens until yeah. you stand up for yourself. It'll happen repeatedly. Yeah. It won't stop. Um, I think something, too, is, like, even how we're handling it um, within the school <clears throat> itself, I think that it should be more one-on-one with the parents because that, whoever the bully is... We used to just get a phone call. Yeah, like... Like your kids kicked out of school or your kids just yeah, come to them. Today, how many kids are committing suicide and the amount of foolishness that's going on, there needs to be more done. And I feel like they're not doing enough. So they should be calling the parents and having both of the parents sit down together. So like, if it was myself, I want to want to sit down with this kid's parents so we can try to figure something out. Yeah. Especially like for my son, they're only young. Yeah. So, nip this shit in the ass. What's going, like, what's going on at home that this kid is coming to school? You should be able to request to have that. To yeah. sit down. And okay. we just recently dealt with this. My son was being bullied. And it became a racial thing. So, that was something that was a zero tolerance for me. Like, there, that's not something I'm going to sweep under the rug. No. But when I went to the school, it was more swept under the rug. Like, they dealt with it how they dealt with it, but they wouldn't tell me how it was dealt with. So, like, for me, I'm, like, I want to sit down with the parents because my child is black and he should not go to school feeling, like, yeah, he's less than because of his skin color. Yeah, (laughs) and he's the only black kid in his class and he's sitting there with his head down because they're making fun of him. So, it's, like, I want to talk to this kid's parents 
And instead, they took matters into their own hands, dealt with it behind my back, but then wouldn't tell me what was done. So I'm like, well, what was done? Well, we can't tell you. What do you, what do you mean you can't tell me? My kid is being made fun of at school for being black, doesn't want to go to school and face this kid, but now you just dealt with it in your own way. My child hasn't been told anything. I haven't been told anything, but now my son's supposed to be comfortable because you told him it's okay. Like nothing's... That's not okay. Yeah, nothing's actually been done. They should have, you know, the parents in a room together to sit down and be able to talk and try to figure something out to deal with it. To mediate it. Yeah. And like now... And even if you went to the school world, they probably won't do anything. Yeah. Or it'll take forever. Exactly. Your kid will be a teenager by the time anything's done. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, it shouldn't come to kids killing themselves and doing all this craziness for someone to finally be like, oh, okay, maybe we should do something. Well... Maybe we should have did something we didn't, so... Best luck to the next kid that gets bullied. Maybe we'll handle it differently. Like, and then they don't. Yeah, it's just the same thing, and, and it just then keeps they don't going again. It's, it's an ongoing cycle. Someone needs to break the cycle. Yeah, and I think too, like, for me, I'm a mama bear. Uh, yeah, so most mothers are. Yeah, most good mothers are. Exactly. So I would be like, at the school. Like, and that's what I mean. <laughs> that's what it's come to for me. So now I'm at the school going yeah. off. And then it's, the teachers look at you like, oh, you know, she's that crazy mom. And it's like, no, you're not doing your job. So I have to step in and do your job because I'm not going to watch my kid come to school every day and get bullied and just sit back and watch it. Especially when my kid is, you know, crying because he doesn't want to go to school or every day he comes home and he's crying because this kid said this, this kid said that. And I find kids today are like so much more disrespectful than they were before. Oh yeah. I remember like growing up, I would have never spoke to an adult the way some of the, I hear some of the kids today speak to adults and uh, I personally went to my son's school and I said something to the little boy outside he started making fun of my kid in front of me right there in front of me and I'm like these kids today are brazen like I would have I would have not had the balls to get up in a mother's face and make fun of her kid like it's crazy they don't care no and like it's they're probably know. being bullied at home or they're parenting <laughs> the way they're being parented is just not right. Yeah, I find it's hard raising kids today too because the disciplinary action that we're doing is a lot different than it was when I was growing up. Yeah, it's or different. even when my parents were growing up. When my parents were growing up, you got to switch. <laughs> yeah, you got beat. <laughs> you got your ass whooped, but it worked. I mean, every parent thinks differently. Some people are like, I don't think it's okay to spank children. Another parent might think it is. Um, I think it depends on the child though too. Oh, hundred percent. <laughs> like, if your child's out of control hitting you, like, I'm not going to be on an episode of Jerry Springer because my kid beats my beats my ass. It's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to happen. I wish, I wish the day my son would try it. <laughs> my kid whoops me. <laughs> We're not yeah. even going to make it to a show because you're going to get whooped. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny because kids now, like, teachers are teaching. I mean, I can't say teachers are teaching them, but from what <laughs> I'm told from a lot of different kids that I know, they're like... Well, my teacher says that I have rights and I can call 911. Well, I'll beat your ass so hard you're going to dial 9910. <laughs> call 911 and I'll pack your bag for you. Yeah, like, it, was, it was funny because... My parents used to hand me the phone if I said something like that. I was just like getting that. ready my to say that. My parents would be like, here's the phone. Go pack your bag. I, I did it to and my son. And then you'd cry and be like, no. <laughs> I, I did it to my son um, probably like two years ago. We had a really bad situation going on with his attitude. And I gave him a crack across the bum. And he comes out and he's like, I'm going to call the police. I literally picked up the phone and I was like, I'll dial it for you. You want me to dial it? And he handed him the phone and it was like, 
he didn't even want to say it. I was like, deer in headlights. Like, what? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll call for you. I'm like, you want me to pack your bags? You yeah. can go right now. They'll take you. <laughs> Here, go have a new family. You have rights? I have rights, too. Yeah. And he's like, what do you, what do you I mean? I have rights I to have not rights. get beat up. <laughs> well, not even like, that, but like... Or to, like... You think it's child abuse because I smacked your bum, but yeah. you don't think it's abuse to me as your mother when I'm raising and providing for you and you're treating me the way that you're treating me. How is that not abusive? Yeah. And then it's like an eye-opener where it's like... Oh, you have rights too. Okay. Oh, you're, oh, you're a human. I forgot. I thought you're just my mom. Yeah. I so I'm that like, you're a human. It's like I flipped it on him. Then he's just like, oh, okay. That that we're we're doing that. Okay. I've said that to I've said that to my daughter before too, and she's like, no, I would never want to leave you. I yeah. was like, yeah, you can go with a new family. How about that? And I'm just really like poker face with her, and she doesn't understand that I'm not upset about her leaving. <laughs> I remember you would want to look get rid of me <laughs> growing up and I mean it was a mess it was a messed up thing I'm not even it wasn't funny but at the time I mean I kind of snicker at it now but it wasn't funny but I, I remember growing up I was terrified of the colored home because mommy's always telling me when she was gonna send me there <laughs> what is it? I never knew what it was the colored home I, <coughs> I never knew what it was all I knew was I didn't want to go there so every time that I acted up and got saucy and stuff and she felt to, to the point where she couldn't take it anymore, she would tell me to pack my bag. She would send me the colored home. and I would, Oh, the colored home. Yeah. I, I thought you said the colored dome. I was like, no, what is a colored dome? The colored dome. home. I'd freak out and start bawling. She'd start packing my bags and I'm like banging her on my hands and knees not to send me there. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. All I knew was I didn't want to go. <laughs> Like every, I don't know, every parent has a different way of how they handle things. And I'm like, it wasn't now being an adult and knowing what it is and all the things that are going on with that. I'm like, man, That's I'm like, horrifying. I can't believe that you threatened to put my ass there. It's like the worst place to put I'm anybody. Like, you're, you're horrible, mother. <laughs> but I've never uh, threatened to like put them in a foster home or anything. I just tell them. No. I just, and I could, like, I know some parents do that, and I don't know how they do that. Yeah. I mean, your kid would, have, for me, my kid would have to be seriously deranged, where yeah. they couldn't be around people without hurting them, or they were hurting animals all the time, yeah. and, like, they had characteristics of a serial killer, then that's the only way I could let my child be out of my care. Yeah. Other than that, I couldn't just give up. Oh, my kid. Yeah. I'm really big on, like, having heart-to-hearts with him. Because he's at that age, too, where he's not stupid. He's a kid, but he's not stupid. No, yeah. He understands. He comprehends things. So, like, I sit him down and I'm They're honest smarter with him. than you think. They just don't know how to <coughs> always describe things, right? Yeah. I sit him down and have heart-to-hearts with him and, like, talk it out. Ask him what he's dealing with and actually listen to him. Because I find today a lot of parents are the first to scream at a kid, but they don't actually listen. Yeah. Like, you don't know what your kid's dealing with at school besides being bullied, but there's a deeper thing to it yeah of how like how you asking them how that bully makes them feel rather yeah, than just oh, oh that bully did this okay i'm gonna go to school and i'm gonna go off on him yeah but like actually sitting down and asking how that makes them feel and you're know, getting their input on what they're feeling and stuff like mm-hmm. that so like i sit down and i actually have heart to hearts with them and sometimes it's just between life like you know he has a hard time between the fact that he's half deaf so, yeah. like, having a son that's half-deaf makes it hard because he struggles in school. Yeah. So, because he struggles in school, for himself, his self-esteem is lower mm-hmm. because he knows that he's struggling and he's not where he should be, especially when teachers are constantly pulling me into school saying, you know, he's not quite where he should be yet. We want to see him get here. He's not stupid. He hears him say it. Yeah. So, to him, although I tell him all the time, you're very smart, mm-hmm. it's not that you're stupid. 
you're just struggling in this area, but you're very smart. You're not a stupid boy. So don't think that, that makes you stupid because you're not where you should be. Yeah. Einstein. You're where you need to be right now. Yeah. So it's kind of making constantly just kind of making him know how smart he is and spending time with him, helping him with it. But I find because of his self-esteem and feeling lower about it, it makes it, he's very sensitive. Mm-hmm. So he gets upset really easy. So the second you pick on him about, like, one little thing about it, he snaps. Yeah. And it's not even like he beats people up or anything. He's never beat up a kid ever. But he just, he freaks out and he'll start, like, crying. And then when he comes home, he's, like, hysterically crying about something that another kid would probably laugh at. But because he's so sensitive, yeah, it bothers him way more. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely a struggle. And, like, I know, I can imagine, like, for my son, he just has, he has a speech impediment and then just a hearing thing. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine for some people who have children who have serious disabilities and are going to school. That's how yeah. hard it is for them to being see. Bullied. Yeah, to see. Especially to if they it. can't do anything about it. Yeah. If they're not, if they don't have good verbal skills, you don't know what's going on in their head because they can't tell you. That's really sad. Yeah. So I'm like, <clears throat> I couldn't. It imagine. could be worse. Yeah. Yeah. Like I couldn't imagine. I'm like, it could be so much worse than how I have it. So I'm kind of grateful that it's only a small thing that he has that. It, we're working on yeah. but it makes me kind of look at a wider horizon of bullying not just one particular thing but like so many different ways of how kids are bullied and even I remember going to school like bullied for anything yeah anything, everything and anything like I think I don't know bullies always bothered me but I like I remember even in high school there's a couple girls who who were just miserable and they would bully kids that didn't have a lot of money yeah. and clearly you could tell by their clothes that they didn't and they would just be mean to them because they didn't have on like gap or whatever and then you see that I think it's like karma you see like I see some of them now and they're just still have the same sour look but they're just <laughs> run down looking yeah. and just oh it's just it's karma gets everybody I think what's sad for me is that <clears throat> in today's world we have to prepare our children for bullies yeah like, on the first day of school, whether it's their first year or their second year, that's not something we should have to prepare our kids for. It's preparing them for being bullied because at some point every kid gets bullied. Yeah, because you're going. It's going to happen. Yeah, at some So point. how you handle it is how you're going to deal with it inside. Yeah. And I think, like, I don't know. I I don't think that we should have to prepare our kids for bullies. Like, it, it makes me sad to think about it. I'm just like, it's sad, the things we have to prepare our kids for. In a it is, that is sad. so fucked up. Like explaining when you have to sit there and explain to your kid that um, people are not going to like you because of your skin color, or people are not going to like you because of your culture or your yeah. background. People are not going to lo- like you because maybe you come from a home with two moms or two dads. Yeah. Like that's I have just um, things like that. Yeah, like everybody has different ways of how they deal with it and prepare their kids for it. For me. Um, I want my, like, for my daughter, she has small ears, but they stick out at the top. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, I know that kids are You look gonna... at it and you know it's going to happen. Yeah. So... Even though there's nothing wrong with that and they're beautiful. Yeah. You just know somebody's going to say something. I am the type of person, I'm like, I'm preparing her for being confident in the yeah. way she looks. Yeah. So, I laugh about her ears with her. Mm-hmm. Because I want her to be able to laugh at herself. Laugh it off. Before yeah. she lets somebody else laugh at her. 
So, like, <clears throat> I'll sit there and I'll wiggle them. I'm like, your little dopey ears and nibble on them. And I'm like, I love your dopey ears. You're beautiful with your dopey ears. Like, I literally, like, laugh at little things. That's one of the best ears. things to do is find something that you know other people or kids are going to find as a flaw to your kid. Yeah. Pick it out and let them know how much you love it and, yeah. let, and make them love it. Like, exactly, this is, like, a flaw to somebody else, but to me, this is great I've because always, it makes me different. Yeah, and to me, I'm like, I can laugh at myself before I'll let somebody else laugh at me. Yeah, exactly. So I'll like make they... fun of me before you make fun of me and hurt my exactly. feelings. Exactly. So, like, <laughs> that's my own way. Like, I know every person has their different way, but I'm like, I want my kids to be confident in the way they look. And when they go to school, it to be, like, a, uh, it's I don't know, like, the little things. Like, yeah. my daughter has a crooked toe, and I tell her that's my favorite toe that she has. Yeah. <laughs> I love your toes, but the crooked one's my favorite. Yeah. Because it's different, and not everyone has a crooked toe like that. So, yeah, exactly. that's my favorite toe. Yeah, like, Just when a kid makes things. fun of it, you should be able to easily laugh in their face yeah. and not face you whatsoever, rather than taking it personal and being upset yeah. about it. Like, for me, it was because I had braces, and <clears> I hated it, and I didn't feel confident about it because... My, like, as much as I love my mom, she did everything for me, but she didn't really make me feel confident about my teeth. Like, she would make comments to people that I would hear about, like, her wanting to fix my teeth because I'm like Mr. Ed. <laughs> yeah. It's so, worse when your mother does it, like, and you overhear it. And it's like, oh, like, yeah, you're cute, but your bum and boobs are too big. Like, comments like yeah. that. Like, oh, you'd be cuter if you lost 10 pounds. Yeah, exactly. Or you'd be cuter if you gained five. Like, what? <laughs> if a mother does stuff like that to a daughter, they don't, I don't think they realize what they're doing, or maybe they do. Yeah, it was like that, and I was always so skinny. So, you know, I feel like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. Because when you're bigger, it's you need to lose weight. Yeah. When you're skinny, it's, oh, God, she's too, it. yeah, eat a cheeseburger. <laughs> That's what I said, like, you need to lose 10 or gain yeah. five. <laughs> so it's like, you can't win, and I remember my mom used to put her hand around my wrist to see that she could touch fingers look how skinny your wrist is and like you know I just always felt like and she would always say you know your bony butt your bony butt so I always felt that I was too skinny so then when I got pregnant with my son I ate everything I could get my hands on because I wanted to be bigger yeah and it was like okay now's my chance I'm pregnant I'm going to get fat I'm going to eat everything so maybe after I have the baby like I won't be so tiny and then I was miserable because I was a size 13 after I had him yeah. And I went from being a size 1, 2 to a size 13, and I was like, oh my god. And then I was miserable. Yeah. And it was really messed up because when I got around people after I had my son, I remember running into people and they're like, oh, you look great. You look so much better, thicker. And it was like, wow, I'm fucking miserable. And yeah. you're so happy that I'm. That you gained weight. Yeah. <laughs> girls, girls get so happy when you get, like, they're like, oh, you look so good, but, like, or if you're too skinny or you're too big, really inside, they're like, oh, yes, fuck that bitch. <laughs> I'm so happy she gained 20 pounds. I'm so happy she lost her bum or her boobs. Like, yeah. And then, <clears throat> I've, <clears throat> I've been the opposite myself, like, losing too much weight from not being well, and I lost my figure, and I hated it. Yeah. Because I've always had boobs and butt, and I just, you don't feel like you're in your own skin anymore. Yeah. You feel like you look at yourself and you don't know who you are. Yeah, and everybody else is telling you you look great, but at the end of the day, like... So I look like a, a runway model that doesn't eat much, or lives yeah. off cotton balls. <laughs> like, exactly. eats cotton balls, but that's a good look, I guess. Yeah, and then, like, the second you lose the weight, and then you're like, oh, God, I feel so much better. Like, I remember a couple of years ago, I dropped 25 pounds and I got in shape. And then everyone was like, oh, you're so tiny. 
And it was like, now that I'm happy. You just got to be happy with yeah. you. <laughs> and that was my thing was I was so lost about at that time. I still wasn't in a space for myself where I was confident in myself. So it was like, I'm looking at everybody else looking at me going, oh, you're so skinny. Then I started to go, oh, am I too skinny? Yeah. And Questioning, then, are you good enough yet? <laughs> yeah. And then so I packed on the weight, got it all back, and then I was miserable again, but everybody else was going, oh, you look so much better. <laughs> and it's like, really? It's like, no, you should really, you look so much better being thick. And I'm like, oh, but I'm miserable. I don't like being this big. I'm miserable. And then it got to the point, I mean, I was only young, you know, like 24, so I wasn't really all there yet in my for my confidence level. Yeah. Like now, I'm at a point in my life where I don't give two flying bucks. <laughs> yeah. So I don't care as long as I'm. I care what I think. I yeah. don't care what anybody anyone else can be like. Oh yeah, you look great. Whatever. Like if I see something I don't like, I'm like I don't like it. I'm fixing it. Exactly. And that's <laughs> how it should be. And I think that's a big thing going through it myself that made me want that much better for my kids. Yeah. So it's like for me. It all starts, like, at home before they get in school, teaching your kids to love themselves, respect themselves, and tr- how they treat other people because you're setting these kids up for, for failure. F- yeah. And to Whether self-hate. Yeah, but they're going to end up either being bullied or they're going to be the bullies. Yeah. So, like, at the end of the day, all this shit starts at home because in order for them to become the bully, they first were home with you. You, whether you're the one bullying your child or whatever it started they're gonna have serious problems like body dysmorphia like i know a girl who had body dysmorphia they literally go to the plastic surgeon so they could just tell her she didn't need it yeah and then that's the person that she believed because she figured they had yeah they had a phd so i'll take what they say um i think and like i don't know i know that for you your daughter's not in school yet but I know, like, from what I know of you, <laughs> I oh, see, they're not I see, ready for me at all. <laughs> I see you being the same way that I am when it comes to they're if not she, ready if she me. had to deal with it. So I guess what I'm asking you is, how would you deal with it if your daughter comes home and it's like, I'm being bullied? Then we're both going to the school. Yeah. And I'm not going to freak out. I'm going to not take no for an answer. Yeah. Until I see these parents. Until we sit down. Yeah. I'll go public with it. I'll embarrass you. you. I don't blame you. I will make your life just as terrible as my child feels. Yeah. So. That's pretty much like what we're on the cusp of now. I'll be silent. Like, not silent, but I'm pretty quiet. And then I'll just, like, it'll just all hell will break loose. Yeah. Um, That's how we originally dealt with it. We went to the school. And then when nothing was done, I went to the principal. And then when the principal says, oh, we did deal with it. Well, why wasn't I notified? Oh, we're not allowed to tell you. What the fuck do you mean you're not allowed to tell me? How, there's no confidence here. I know my child's being bullied, and I knew by who, so... Well, the thing is, too, if I don't know how it was dealt with, if this kid is, does it again, how do I know that the disciplinary action is any better than it was last time? Because I don't know what happened last time. How can I discuss it so properly how do I know my that, kid? How do I know that it was treated properly or fairly to either of the kids if I don't even know what's being done? Yeah. And the thing is, oh, well, it's none of your business. It is my business because my child's the one being bullied. Even though he might not be the one in trouble, I need to know what's going on because yeah. it involves my kid. Yeah. And it should come to the point where our kids are thinking about suicide as the only way out of being bullied, being bullied. and tortured. Yeah. So it's like, what are we not doing as a school system and as parents that we're setting our kids up for failure? 
Yeah, it's never good to eat, like, even, like, to freak out and stoop, but sometimes there's certain ways that all these things can be handled. Yeah. Like... it shouldn't get to the point where parents are going to the school threatening kids because they feel like they have no other way to help their children. Yeah. I know for my mom, that was a huge thing growing up. I can't Mm -hmm. tell you how many times my mom came to the school, like literally grabbing a kid by the shirt and going off on them because she got to the point where she didn't know what else to do. It's like, okay, the school warns them. And then my kid gets bullied more for going and telling. Then my kid takes matters into her own hands and gets in trouble for disciplining or for, um, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> for standing up for herself, for protecting myself. And then I get in trouble for it. So at the end of the day, my mom felt like I have no other choice where she's so pissed off because she doesn't know what else to do. that then she goes to the school herself and grabs a kid <laughs> and goes off with a kid. And for me, I was embarrassed because it was like, oh my God, my mom's crazy. And all the kids were teasing me. And they're like, your mom's crazy. But now I get it being a parent now because yeah. I'm at that point. Where I'm like, I'm ready to lay hands on your child if you don't deal with your kid. Because I am at my wit's end. Now I'm like, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not, it. that it, it's not that it's not that I know not... if that happens with me, I know that's what will happen. Yeah. Like, my daughter's going in karate. <laughs> so I pity. And, like, I mean, she does have, we we have a fighting background. I really pity the kid. Like, it, it it's just not, it's not going to go well. Yeah. Not saying, like, she can beat every kid, but. It will not go down well. Yeah. It will not. I will never just take anything laying down, especially when it comes to my kid. I mean, like, most mothers that are good mothers will die for their kid. Yeah. <clears throat> so if anybody messes with mine, I can't say what I'll do. It's I don't even want to think about it, really, I've... because it's it just will be, it won't be a good situation. I well, have a temper, like a serious one, too. It's funny because I just did exactly that. <laughs> and I'm going to admit it because we always talk about being open on our on our podcast. I wasn't overly proud of it, but um, I did. I snapped on the kid because I got so tired of him picking on my kid. And he's continuous. He's still picking on him now. And my son's still coming home saying he's bullying me. He did this. He did this. He did this. After school tells me, oh, it won't happen again. Like, we handled this very whatever. And then... Uh, I went to the school last week because once again my son's coming home this kid's still bullying him got to the school ran into the kid as I'm going out of the school after telling the school about it and telling them enough is enough I want to sit with the parents I'm not taking no for an answer we need to sit with the parents I'm done mm-hmm. and as I'm walking out of the school the kid's right there starts bullying my kid in front of me so me my blood was already boiling because I've dealt with this for long enough that I'm just over the top. So the second I walk out of the school, this kid's right there. <laughs> I was like, I can just picture myself. <laughs> I literally, he starts, <gasps> I didn't even say anything to him because he just started at my son. And I literally just turned and looked at him and I gave him that black mama stare down. Like I'm just staring into that little boy's soul. And I looked at him and I said, you've never fucking been beat up, have you? And the look on his but face. But you're about to, because yeah. I'm going to call my daughter's cousin. <laughs> and when you walk home, when you get jumped, when people come out of the woods, <laughs> then you can go home and tell your mother and your father about that one. Because you won't even know who jumped you. Yeah. I will put fear in your soul. Like Yeah, like, I think my son, like, my son froze. The little boy froze. And they both looked at me like, oh, my God, she's crazy. <clears throat> and it was like a moment of me being like, oh, my God, I'm my mother. But now I get it. Yeah. I get what my mom was feeling of protecting your cub. Because yeah. there's nothing you won't do for your kid. And at the end of the day, when you feel like you have to go and scare a kid. because Or the, hurt a kid. Yeah, because <laughs> the school isn't doing their job or the parents aren't doing their job. 
No that parent should... should feel like they have to hurt a, a child. Well, I shouldn't have to discipline <laughs> yeah. someone else's child. I know. And it's not even discipline. I shouldn't have to scare your kid. I don't even know your kid. Yeah. I don't, half time, I can't remember your kid's name. But here yeah. I am at the school scaring your kid. <laughs> and it makes me feel like the bad guy because I'm like, he's but a you're kid. Not. I'm a grown-ass adult and he's a little boy. You're not. That but, kid is an asshole. Yeah, but for me, it was like, I kind of felt shitty about it because I'm like, I should not have to scare this kid. And it shouldn't come to the point that I'm this pissed off. I wouldn't be mad at myself. I'd be like, um, I'm really happy you didn't hit him. Oh, I'm happy. Because, oh, I wouldn't have I'd be happy like, that. I'd be like, what you said was probably wrong, but you didn't hit him. So oh, trust me, I wanted to knock his block off. But I literally just looked at I looked in his face and I'm like, you've never fucking been beat up, have you? I'd be like, you're about AKA, to meet. You're about to meet my daughter's cousins. That's what you're about to meet. <laughs> And you're not gonna like it. So after that, me and my son were walking home and I looked him right in the face. I said it loud enough that I know the little boy heard me. I said the next time that little boy says one thing to you, I said, You knock that little fucker's block off. Yeah. And my son's like, What? I'm like, You heard me. I'm like, I'm done and I'm done of you tolerating it. Yeah. And you shouldn't have tolerated it. This has been going on since September. Next time. You have my permission. To Mortal Kombat his ass. You, yeah, you knock the fuck out of him. I said, you make a fist and you plow that little fucker right in his face. And you know what? If you can't and I don't feel stop, bad for don't saying stop. It. I, don't, I don't feel bad for saying it. I'm yeah. not saying go to the extreme like I did as a kid, take a knife to school. Don't, don't do that. No. But defend yourself. Don't let no one make you feel that you're afraid to It's go to not going to stop until you defend yourself. Yeah. And that's no matter thing. what anyone says. And all these kids and parents are so insensitive, like with social media. You can't say this. You can't do that. I can't believe this person said that, did that. Like, whatever. Yeah. What has to be done will be done. And that's his biggest thing. He's like, well, I'm going to get in trouble. Nobody can get you in trouble but me. They're not your mother. I am. They're just a school board. Yeah. So they're going to say, tiss, tiss, you're in detention. Okay, and then mommy's going to come to the school, and I'm going to drag you the hell out. I'm going to fist bump you for knocking that kid out because it's about time that you defended yourself. Yeah. And then we'll go home, and we'll do our thing. We'll go to the damn movie theater yeah, on we'll your... Yeah, we'll go you're for treats. You're suspended for three days? All right, we're going to go to mini golf. Yeah. We're going to go to the movie theater. <laughs> you're suspended for sticking out for yourself? Five. Yeah. High five for defending yourself. You're not in trouble. So I was like, don't let anyone feel make you feel that you're in the wrong for defending yourself because they didn't do their job if it came to that point that you had to take matters into your own hands. So, I don't know. And that's where I'm at for it. And I know, like, I'm sure there are some people that will disagree. That's I don't opinion. care who disagrees because yeah. usually the people who disagree are the people with the little assholes. Exactly. That don't want their little assholes beaten up. Exactly. Because they're little assholes. And they want, and they're assholes. And they want to defend their assholes. I'm not, you know what? And it's true. It's, it's so funny because it's like people, a cycle of assholes. So many people say, oh, it's not, you know, it's not nice to call kids an asshole. I'm sorry. I'm an a asshole's mom. an asshole. Um, it doesn't I, matter how old you are. I'm a mom. I got two kids. And my kids are assholes sometimes. They I'm are. not afraid to admit it. It's the fucking truth. It doesn't kids matter are assholes. How old you Especially are. when they're two and three, they're little assholes. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. And there's a court, like, and a kid that knows that they're under the age where they can't be charged for anything oh, or get worse. in trouble when they realize that and they know that they're like have this fuck the world attitude yeah and they are assholes and if they're thing, assholes if you like, don't nip that shit in the butt now they become 16 and 17 year olds that you can't fucking control yeah and then they become 20 year olds that are in jail yeah bye so right. it's like nip that shit in the butt now while they're young get them the fuck out of it because you're going to end up having that or they're kid in a that... relationship abusing the person that they're with whether exactly. they're female or male exactly it opens up to a whole nother wide range of abuse abuse and 
it's messed up. Mental, physical. You think the child that's bullying is not going to do it to a person that they're with? Yeah. Seeing the reaction that they get because they feel like it's a, a form of control. They're exactly. going to bully their girlfriend. They're going to bully their girl- boyfriend. Like, they're going to do it because they exactly. see it's a form of control. And if they're not getting in trouble for it, why would they exactly. stop? Exactly. If you're getting away with something, why are you going to stop doing it? You have no reason to. Because... That's your way of of succeeding. Yeah. So you're not going to stop. Exactly. <clears throat> well, that concludes this uh, show, guys. Uh, we're going to be talking about some relationship stuff and some more mom stuff with you guys soon uh we have some special guests that will be coming on the show soon we hope you guys have a great week and enjoy your monday we'll talk to you soon bye, bye.